Hello, I'm Becky Hadid, host of The Storied Recipe. As my weekly guests share their stories through the vessel of cherished food memories, we all become better cooks, more grateful for the gift of food, and we honor those that have loved us through their cooking. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Christmas Around the World mini-series. This episode was born from the crowdsourced post, Christmas Desserts Around the World, which you can find on the Storied Recipe website or in the links right there in the show notes. Uh, So after a couple dozen listeners shared their nostalgic traditional desserts from the Christmases of their childhood in their own countries, I found I just wanted to learn more about the unique ways that Christmas is celebrated in various cultures around the world. So this year, five guests agreed to come on to uh, share a little bit about their own Christmas traditions. Now, today I am welcoming back from Ireland a former guest, Claire Marie. Uh, along with her Irish husband, Claire Marie is raising three boys in his home country of Ireland. However, Claire Marie herself is French, and today she shares very special memories of celebrating Christmases in the French countryside as a very large, very Catholic, and not very wealthy family of 10. In addition to their private Christmas traditions, Claire Marie shares about the massive Christmas dinners and her grandmother's beautiful home with wooden rafters, where she would visit with over 100 cousins and watch her grandmother make a very, very special chocolate chestnut cake. This is an absolutely delightful and charming episode full of smiles, wonderful memories, and some wisdom as well. Thank you all so much for being here and welcome Claire Marie. So if people have listened to your original episode, which I'm going to link to in the show notes in case they haven't, because it's delightful, it's delightful. Um, (laughs) Remind everyone what region of France you grew up in. Yes, so... I moved a lot, but I always mm-hmm. say I'm from the Loire Valley. So it's not necessarily the place most people know, but it's definitely a place people should know about. Mm-hmm. It used to be the Valley of the King, as I always say. And every mm-hmm. time I go back, there's more to see that I haven't had time to see yet. So very, very French, like in really the essence of French is mm-hmm. there. And so that is the Loire Valley. It's mm-hmm. kind of in what? the middle France is big, but not as big as the US, but big enough for a European country. Mm. Um, so yeah, people don't necessarily know where it is. Mm. And it's one of the most picturesque, picturesque oh, yes. parts of France. Yeah, and it has the perfect climate or weather. Um, yeah, like it's cold in the winter, but mm. it's warm in the summer and you always have like a nice fresh air. It's really, really nice. And I do love going back every summer. Mm, mm. so paint us a picture um you said the weather was cold it would be maybe snowy um mm-hmm. paint us a picture of what it was like in december or at christmas time in the lower valley or the valley of the kings mm-hmm. um so it can go down like it's it's I guess all a matter of um, mm-hmm. in relation to other countries. Right. But, like you definitely, definitely have your gloves on and hats on. Mm-hmm. And you would be hoping for the snow because we're 
quite far, like we are very far from the mountains, etc. So snow is never given. Mm. Um, and it would be like a rare treat if it snows right around Christmas. Like mm. you, you know, you'd have probably a couple of days of snow, but it could be any time during the winter. Mm. So I don't actually remember a white Christmas. Never a white Christmas. <laughs> no, I don't think we ever actually had a timely uh, snowy Christmas, but it's definitely very, very cold. I especially remember going to school freezing in the morning because we'd go in very early when it's still dark and you're just freezing mm. um so yeah the christmas time is nice because you don't have to go to school and you can just stay warm <laughs> mm, yes and you know you're right i i guess i didn't think about that but that is i think at least here also a hallmark of the christmas season is the very 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 short days the shortest one mm. is just four oh, days yeah. before christmas yeah it's like i definitely for me i feel it's darkness like mm. it, I, you barely see and like i know we're speaking about france but it's even more obvious where i live now in ireland because we're a lot further north on the yes. globe and this is even more like present so to me and my birthday is also towards the end of the year mm -hmm. so for me it's really really clear when oh the sunshine and the light just the light not even the sunshine but the light diminishes and mm -hmm. yeah you kind of want to hibernate yes yeah <laughs> you feel, feel it don't you yes totally mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes so for you um kind of in the wider culture that you were around but then also you specifically as a family was christmas a religious holiday was it just um you know a season a season where you light cozy candles in in the mm -hmm. darkness was it a cultural celebration were there things about um the french culture that you celebrated around that time of year what were you guys doing specifically and the culture around you how were you approaching Christmas. What what did you actually celebrate <laughs> at mm -hmm. Christmas time? Yes. So I hope I won't be too controversial and mm. I hope little ears are not around <laughs> because we never did Santa. That's the first thing. Mm. And I still don't do Santa with my kids. We were very much uh, Christian and we're still our, uh, a Catholic family. Mm. Um, so yeah, for us, it was really the celebration. And Easter is also very big in our family. Mm. Christmas is, is a, a specific holiday where you get presents extra. But it was very much a family oriented. It's really a rare time, especially as I have a very big family. It's mm. a rare time when we try to get all together and we definitely celebrate like mass is the the biggest event it's the mm -hmm. real thing and then we always try to be thankful and celebrate family time but yeah we never did the whole crazy buying or santa and i mean mm -hmm. we just practically uh couldn't afford it anyway because we we're mm -hmm. eight kids and it was really much so I, I i really remember more like homemade gifts all mm -hmm. of us as mm -hmm. kids would you know try to make little gifts for each other and we'd get like one bigger gift from my parents often from my dad's job that would be our gift because that mm -hmm. was like kind of free mm -hmm. um but so yeah we didn't mind that at all and it was nice to see as we grew up we obviously didn't have much money for a long time especially as a, I'm the eldest like it took a while before my youngest brother and sisters could afford anything mm -hmm. but then we do like teams so like the girls would do the boys presents and then the boys would pair up because obviously if you have a very, very small budget, oh. you have to be strategic. So it's very nice. Or like the three oh. youngest would pair together to do a gift for like someone because we like, I know in a lot of families, mm. like big families, they kind of, pull out names out of a hat mm -hmm. but it never worked for us and we never wanted to do this like mm -hmm. we all want to have this 
special kind of relationship it's very special mm. to give someone a gift so we yeah. didn't want to have to have to choose or mm-hmm. also we didn't want to receive less gifts <laughs> but you know it doesn't have to be big gifts like mm-hmm. I still have some of the clay things that my brother Aww. and sister is made and it's very funny because we moved so many times mom didn't keep much of that at all but right. I'm so glad I have like 20 years on I have some drawings that my brother and sisters made and some clay stuff and they're all adult now and sometimes I like show up a photo on our little uh, chat group and I'm like do you remember this and it's very nice it, oh <laughs> do you cheesy but I love it <laughs> it's a bit oh no it's not cheesy no it's lovely it's lovely it shows how close you are with your seven siblings that's wonderful um do you remember anything that you used to make how what did you lean towards when you had did you bake did you sew how did you tend to solve I the wish problem I so <laughs> mm. <laughs> can't really remember what I've so no I know exactly what I used to do because mm. now it's going back to me I used to recycle any little bits so I would always have like kind of a little basket of little mm. bits especially because I'm a girl and I have four sisters it was always much trickier for boys it's very hard to find yes, things for boys I agree and, but for girls I'd always have like a little bit of jewelry or mm. hair things and oh yeah for my brother stamps because I also did collect stamps so I would oh. give him things like that like it was very much either collections or little bits and like my my sisters did kind of give it to me um when I was older saying like they felt sometimes it, like it wasn't in a bad way but just a bit like really recycling stuff and they were like we don't necessarily want this <laughs> but no but for Christmas I would keep like the best things and yeah still Aww. yeah I think it was definitely like pass on things but like special not get rid of things mm-hmm, it's more like right. okay I think this is special enough that I can make it as a gift <laughs> It was sacrificial sometimes what you gave. Yeah, yeah. Like mm. I kept it for for Christmas. Like it was mm. like, okay, this will definitely do a nice gift. And yeah, then you'd have to pack everything. And I have like I let you ask the other question, but I can definitely definitely tell more about the actual Christmas. Christmas how it day. happens and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, tell me about it. Go for it. So the I think that's maybe specific to France, but mm. we do Christmas over two days and like mm. each of them are as important and as special and each family has their own ways of doing it. So some mm-hmm. people will do presents on the 24th evening. Some people will do the 25th morning, but it's all like once it's established, you should not question how things are done. <laughs> this is very clear. Like you cannot touch Christmas. Yes, uh, I have so. to say, and to new parents, be careful what traditions you oh, start because totally. you can't change them. Yeah, completely agreed. Completely agreed. But so in our family, and again, I don't speak for all French families because it can really, really vary. Mm-hmm. And which is interesting also when you marry, because that's where a compromise has to happen. Right. Um, but so in our family, we would do mass on the 24th evening. Mm-hmm. It's usually a late mass. A midnight, a midnight, midnight mass? So, yes. So technically it's a midnight mass, but mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever been to a midnight mass. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. Okay. And then you have food after. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the French, they're like a long dinner. So you definitely take your time, mm. you have a very long dinner, you speak at length, and like everybody is in the kitchen for at least a day or two before that. Mm. And it's really, really lovely. And we usually have smoked salmon 
and foie gras, which I know again is controversial, but uh, we we absolutely love it. And I know very good friends who make really, really good foie gras and raise their own ducks and also always buy from them. Um, And then we'd often have either lamb from my parents or the traditional thing is turkey. But I think Mm. it's been many, many years since mom made turkey, Mm. Uh, especially for a very large group of people. It's much easier to do like a tagine or like a very large Mm-hmm. casserole dish than mm-hmm. like you know small little things like one bird for 25 people is not gonna mm-hmm. <laughs> necessarily mm-hmm. not gonna cut it and so we'd have like yeah green beans and things like that and chestnut chestnut and green beans is always mm-hmm. the side mm-hmm. and then we'd have a very nice dessert like a log a christmas log which we call a bouche mm-hmm. <laughs> noel de bouche yes yeah yeah bouche de noel <laughs> a bouche and, de noel that's right yes uh-huh. yeah yeah and then we'd go to bed. Mm-hmm. But before we go to bed, we all put one shoe under the tree. Um, so that's what we do. We put all one shoe, which again, for us is a lot of shoes. So imagine 10, 10 people when we were just us. And now I've seen yeah. a lot more since we'll have partners and kids, etc. And um, so that's what we do. And then we all go to bed. And in the morning, so a lot of people also go to mass on the 25th, but we never did, I think, is we only go on the 24th. So mm-hmm. the 25th means we don't have to get out of the house or run anywhere. Mm-hmm. We all wait behind the door because then we all take turns to drop our presents under the tree for all of the other ones. So mm-hmm. we kind of take turns. It's a big organization because imagine like 10 presents by 10. <laughs> it's right. quickly like, you know, it, it quickly gets crazy. Like we have a big living room, but the whole tree is like it's a sea of little presents and drawings and different things it's very cute I have so many photos of this and yeah it's very special especially for people who only have maybe one or two family members it's very different yes yes Um, so festive yeah and it again it doesn't have to be expensive present or anything it's just just the sheer number of mm-hmm. of wrapping paper and present is quite phenomenal mm. phenomenal and then yeah then when dad gives the go then we all rush through the door oh. <laughs> and we all take turns then that's very nice as well because we're very kind of close and we always want to see the others opening their gifts so we don't open them all at once and mm-hmm. um, so every year it would be like maybe okay this year we start by the eldest next year we'll start by the youngest or something mm-hmm. like that but so we all sit down near our shoe mm-hmm. and we watch every single one of them open all of their presents so it might take a while uh, but yeah we're like it's a lot of noise and a lot of shouting and screaming and it's it's very very nice and a lot of thank you and you know you're trying to figure out what is this present <laughs> or what is this supposed to be or like oh yay <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really funny like uh-huh. I remember one day my brother because as we grew a little bit older, like we were like, okay, let's make kind of lists. So even though we don't have Santa or anything, like when you know, now that we live in different houses and things, we might not necessarily know what the others need or wish for. So we start to make like a couple of wish lists, but mm-hmm. it's just like an indication. It doesn't have to be anything special. But yeah, my brother, when you got me like, uh, it's like, um, I don't think it's, even a game, it's a board game, but it doesn't even exist outside of France. But it's like uh, like kind of a motorway-based game where you can like add mileage and different things. But this one was like a Christian-based one. 
<laughs> and my brother was like, so to my brother, it was a very meaningful present because once he explained, I was like, okay, I get it. Because he remembers playing the normal board game with me a lot when we were kids. And I do remember because we didn't have that many board games. And mm. it's one of the like go-to games. But I mean, I was an adult and I did not expect this. And he was so disappointed that I wasn't like, oh, wow, like, you know, totally on the same line. So sometimes some presents need a little bit of explanation yes, yes, <laughs> to give yes. you the background of the train of thoughts. And yeah, I still haven't played with it. But um, yeah, most of the time it's nice things or especially once we start to to pair like you know a couple of us to make presents like then you can go for a slightly like maybe a little photo shoot or mm. uh, you know for a little um presents or yeah the, the photos thing is always a thing that wins with my parents a uh, nice family frame of mm. all of our faces <laughs> like, yeah you know, things like that yes yes um what went in the shoe um, usually nothing. It's just a big pile. Oh. To be honest, to be honest, most of the most of the times the shoe ends up on top of the present pile, <laughs> just to indicate this is my pile. <laughs> but yeah, like originally it was supposed to get coal if you were bad or an right. orange if you were good. But yeah, in our family it was never like nothing fitted in the shoe anyway. And it right. was more like, yeah, where is my shoe? Okay, this is my pile. Okay, now I get it. Oh, the shoe just kind of marked your pile. <laughs> yeah, it's I like get your it. tag. Yeah, it's like your tag. Okay, this is that shoe. I that see. presents are here. Come I see, here. I see. But the shoe, it's based on the whole Saint Nicholas thing. You guys just didn't do that. Yeah, I don't think we even knew that it was a Saint Nicholas thing. I think it's just a thing you do in France. Like my grandmother did it. Like we always put our shoe under. Mm. Uh, and it's not even the two shoes. It's just the one. Mm. <laughs> so it's yeah, really for us, it's just more of like a marking territory thing than anything else. And they still do it with my kids. But yeah, they don't do it in Ireland. So they were very surprised. Uh, my mm. family know we're surprised when I was like, well, you have to put your shoe. They're like, what? Really? They don't do that <laughs> yeah, in Ireland? No, they don't do it. They have like socks. Um like stockings, you know, at the yeah. chimney. But yeah. same, uh, so it's same still kind the of same idea. idea. But yeah, right. no, I was very specific. I needed a shoe under the tree. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's no, why? Go ahead. Sorry, yeah, just to finish. Then, after you spend a good while doing all the presents, mm -hmm. then you have breakfast and you pretty much move on straight to lunch, which again mm -hmm. will take hours and hours. And usually you skip dinner. It's like every year, it's like, I think we'll just make tea for, for dinner after that because it's again a very big lunch right. with like several courses and all. So you're well fed after mm. Christmas usually. Mm. What about this chestnut cake recipe oh, that yes. you shared? Sorry, let me just grab some tea. Oh yes, go for it. So yeah, so this is very special. So already we're a big family, so usually you can't really go anywhere with so many people. And so we sometimes used to spend Christmas with my paternal grandmother, Mamu, mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. I shared the recipe of um, last time and during the last interview. Mm -hmm. But realistically, her house is tiny. So once we were more than like three kids, I think we stopped going because mm -hmm. it's just not doable. Um, but the one place we could sometimes go, which is quite far from where we live, it's like a good five hours drive mm. um, in Bordeaux, is my great-grandmother's house. And she had, I think, 13 children. So she has a huge place. And mum mm. has more like than 100 like first cousins. So yeah, 
once you did Christmas there, it was again like a different scale. Wow. Um, yeah, like completely different scale with many memories there. And we did it quite a few times. And it was always very special for mom to be with her own grandmother for Christmas. And she was able to be around for a long time because she died at 104. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was very special. And it felt like it was nearly like... Uh, ceremonial like you felt like okay this is this is a real one this is like real Christmas Mm. (laughs) and so like there'd be she had like huge chimneys it's it's a very very big place so yeah there would be like a huge organization to feed everyone and like presents obviously you would not get presents from everybody because it's it's just a hundred people yes yeah yeah, no it's it's completeness and sometimes you didn't even know half of the cousins because they've had kids they've had kids and like Mm. more kids there and it was yeah a little nuts um (laughs) but so like you know maybe your close cousins would bring a couple of presents or whoever was your godmother or uh, your actual grandparents not your great-grandparents would give you gifts and things like that but to be honest we didn't really care about the gifts at all because we would do our own family gifts at home mm-hmm. once you were there it was more about like saying hello to all of the aunties and the uncles and yet and the huge huge um christmas table that was like amazing and so her specialty was this chestnut cake. And it's actually very nice uh, for her 100th birthday. They made a little um, like a little booklet with a couple of her recipes, some mm-hmm. of her, her childhood memories, like her own mother used to tell little stories for kids. And she had like a really, really nice dolls, uh, a nice doll with lots of homemade outfits. So all of this is in that little booklet. So it's very special and nice to have. And in there is that chestnut cake. So from my own experience and from my mum experience, it's a bit of a nightmare to make. So that's why you only mm. make it at Christmas. And mm-hmm. um, well, it's not a nightmare, but it's quite time and labor intensive. Mm. Uh, because I don't know if you've ever seen a chestnut, but I chestnuts, have. Yeah, chestnuts are not like easy to get in terms of going through uh, the first skin, and then you have to cook them, peel mm. that little inner skin, and then they're. They have like lots of little, um, let's say, walls inside that nut mm-hmm. where like it's kind of hard bits. And if you don't take this out, it's not going to be nice. So, yeah, if you're going to cook it for a lot of people, um, it's a lot of work, but mm-hmm. it is really, really tasty. Especially so would you get the chestnuts all the way from the beginning with like the fuzzy green around the outside? Uh, so in France, you can buy them without the fuzzy green, but mm-hmm. we still the brown, like right. the brown skin. Yes. So they're they're raw um, or just maybe a little bit dried, but yes, you still have to peel them and cook them and make sure you remove all the little mm. inner skins and bits. So it is a lot of work and so it's much stuff work. on the hands. Stuff on the hands. Like yeah. you know, if you've ever done walnuts and things like that, you can kind of get an idea. Like all those membranes, I think that's the right word. Mm-hmm. Like it, you have to remove everything, and they're not very big, so it's a lot of work. But in France as well, yeah, they used to have a lot of chestnut trees. It was planted because it's a very good source, uh, food source. Mm. So it's very easy to get chestnuts um, everywhere in big forests, etc. Uh, whereas in other countries, it might be hard to get chestnuts. But yeah, the, the specific addition to this cake, which I think really makes it lovely, is the rum. Mm. <laughs> I think none of my French recipes, at least dessert recipes, come without alcohol. <laughs> it's of course <laughs> optional, but it lifts the flavors. It really brings it this little touch. And sometimes you can't even notice it, but it's that 
little extra, I don't know, there's that little touch of flavor mm. and mm. smell and it's amazing. So it's chestnuts puree so it's obviously sugar and then it's coated in chocolate but it's funny also in terms of fashion and how things now are very very uh, manicured mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know it wasn't like that at all when I was younger it was like nice and very mm-hmm. tasty but didn't have to look perfect mm-hmm. the chocolate like... was just kind of sla- yeah. slapped on generously <laughs> totally. and... yeah yeah totally yes. Um, and that was totally fine nobody was shocked by it and Mm. the nice thing as well um was and to me it was a little bit different to what I was used to is that it was served with uh, creme fraiche which is Mm. a little bit sour and it's not Mm. sweet so it would kind of complement and go well so you'd have the the chestnut puree that would be very sweet with the chocolates with that adds a little bit of bitterness and then you'd have the creme fraiche that adds acidity and a little bit of sourness but somehow it works really well as a combo. But yeah, as a child, I remember feeling like, oh, this is like, you know, if you're not used to creme fraiche with that sugar, it, it would kind of cut your tongue a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it goes well together. Yeah. Mm. So when when did you make this and how many how many people contributed? So I did not make it myself when we used mm-hmm. to go over because I was just too young and I don't mm-hmm. think kids would have been welcome in the <laughs> kitchen. Um, but I think mom made it a couple of times when I was younger. Um, but yes, I shall make it again. I think maybe this year I will try make it for the boys because it's quite special. It's mm-hmm. just, again, it's time consuming and as much as I love it and have fun memories, one, I'm a little scared of being disappointed. <laughs> yes. And two, I don't think I can justify spending that much time for a cake that will be gone in seconds. I think I seconds know. is the word for it. I know. I know. Well, I have to tell you that I went shop. Do you have Costco in Ireland? No, we don't. No. Okay. So, but you're familiar with the concept. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they had cooked peeled chestnuts at Costco last night. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? It might be worth trying this. It might. And did you? I, well, because I know you said like it wasn't as good, but I just yeah, feel it's like. it's not supposed to, but I mean, for photos and things, you could always try it. Well, and just to try, I mean, I wouldn't have anything to compare it to, right? <laughs> true, true. No, and those chestnuts are very nice, but it's a specific texture if you're not used to it. And I think it can be even stronger with the cooked chestnut. Mm-hmm. It can be very flowery. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, we got them. Um, I think when I was in London, we bought uh-huh. some roasted chestnuts and I I didn't like them that much. Yeah, I think the texture, if you're not used to it, it's that's why it's one, it really has to be perfectly peeled. And I find sometimes the ones that are mm. but cooked are are cooked whole, so they don't bother remem- like removing those little membranes and all. Mm. And it's not as nice. Um, and otherwise the very, very traditional thing to eat at Christmas, and that's what I would use, is called creme de marron, which is basically really tasty it's like the the nutella of chestnuts um, <laughs> yeah so it's 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 candied chestnuts so first they're candied so they're like mm-hmm. full and packed with sugar and syrup and then they're mashed and cooked with vanilla so at the end you end up with this oozing paste that like you can just eat by the teaspoon mm. or the big spoonful and um, but they're like this is like a, a thing that comes in every Christmas dessert, pretty much you can make it with like chocolate mousse, 
like you can put it in a log that would be like what i usually do mm. i use the chestnut puree in a bush de noel or like with i i used it for so many different variations but i think that is definitely my favorite way of eating chestnuts mm. okay and could you try it in this recipe uh, no because it's it's a very different texture it's just, and yeah, yeah. it, it, it yeah. wouldn't work yeah, but I, I can give you other ones as well, but it wouldn't be like this traditional one. But I, I see. can, I can no, no, no. Christmas yeah. log recipe, but I think it's more kind of standard. Whereas mm. this one is so special less, for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I see. I see. Yes. Um. So, how would you say outside of just your family for the actual like the culture at large? How do you think France and Ireland compare the two cultures and their approaches oh. to Christmas? That is a good question. That is a good question. And it's very hard to speak for country at mm -hmm. once. And I don't want to be disrespectful <laughs> to either of them. So I have to be very careful, especially being married to an Irish and being here for a long time. Mm. We don't want to offend anyone. But I think, and that's probably true for both countries, mm. but definitely I think people have less and less focus on the Christmas. You know, yes. The, the Christ yes. Part of it. It's less and less of a religious holiday in yeah, both places. Just, I mean, like I'm surprised still here when we go to mass, we go to like the 5 p.m. mass and it is packed. I mean, the church is packed. You can't even stand. Like it is still very, very full, which is nice to see. And it's not like that on a normal Sunday, I can tell you. Mm -hmm. so, so some people still at least go to mass at Christmas. They might go even just once a year, but that's the mass they mm -hmm. pick. So it's all, again, a matter of looking at the bigger picture, but I definitely think it is mostly a big pressure on buying the biggest presents. Like, I, it sounds a bit pejorative, but I am so surprised at the budget mm -hmm. that parents would go through to, mm -hmm. like, please their kids. Uh, but I think it's even stronger in Ireland because there's this big culture of like present or a size of present equals mm. love and it's very present in like the first communion and different things throughout Irish mm. life that's kind of like that's the way you do it and you have to spend like how dare you not spend mm. um because mm. that's what people do which is a little less present in France mm. but less um mm. but more secular in France you're saying as well like maybe there would be yeah, fewer oh, people at the mass Oh yeah, mm. definitely. Um, yeah, it's kind of a paradox. It is. It is interesting, right? Because mm. I think, yeah, it's not as if the um, the Christianity was exchanged for consumerism in no, France. No, it yeah, was exchanged it's, for something else. Yeah, I think it's just to a degree. It's like everything is a little less in France. Mm. So, whereas here, everything is really a little bit over the top. Mm, um, France is just a more restrained society. You're saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think so. interesting. I think so, mm. but just in mm -hmm. every. In every respect, the only thing we do more is the food. <laughs> That's like you can never have enough. And like again, I think our family is quite tamed in comparison to even just chatting with colleagues or mm. all my friends, etc. Like in terms of food, our family is very reasonable, especially because mm. you have to feed so many mouths, and still you feel like this is like extravagant. Mm, uh, but so like much, a lot, yeah. yeah, a lot of people would go like way way more i guess maybe like the equivalent to maybe your thanksgivings i don't know it's it's, it's very much like wow like you'd have like so many dishes with like 
oysters and like sometimes we did get oyster but it wasn't like a crazy amount you know, mm-hmm. get a couple of oysters um but yeah it's things you don't necessarily eat a lot of and it would be like yeah a fish course a meat course like even just the way my grandmother my paternal grandmother spoke about what they used to do at christmas i don't know how they went through the meal mm-hmm. it was like a lot of work and a lot of food and yeah like in in ireland in terms of food it's much more restrained mm-hmm. it's not twice it's just the actual christmas day <laughs> right <laughs> no and how about the advent season is that is there an oh, advent yeah. season in france or um is it really just more about christmas eve and christmas day okay so that is the good question and mm. i think this will really vary depending on what region of france you come from mm. so the east part which is much closer to germany there's definitely a very strong christmas tradition for advent and the christmas markets are very very special and very famous you also have the provence side which again have a lot of christmas traditions and like during advent and all there are other things that have like the 12 desserts of Christmas and everything. Mm. So it really varies. There's so much like, even they have like a very famous crib with, uh, so in Provence with like handmade little, um, little people that are part of the crib, but that represent every single job and occupation. So you'd have like the baker and all that, like they're phenomenal. It's, it's really oh, special. So this isn't, this isn't a manger scene. It's almost like a city scene. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. A city. Mm. And like, it's all handmade and beautiful. Um, mm. This is in Provence. Of yeah. In Provence. Definitely amazing. Wow. Um, so I think what's that from called? Those re- uh, Les Santons de Provence is the name. Mm. S-A-N-T-O-N. You have to look it up. It's amazing and really traditional and beautiful. And still to this day, um, people are very attached to it. Mm. Um, in my region, we don't have, especially if you're not Christian, I think if you're not Christian, I think Advent, you don't even remember what it is or mm. yeah, you're not even familiar. Maybe some people will remember St. Nicholas Day, whereas it's very strong in the east of France, like people will bake specific recipes and like offer different things to their teachers, etc. Or like we'll get little chocolates for themselves. Some even go and you know dress up. So it would be very different. In my region, there was nothing really happening. Only mm-hmm. for us, because we're Christian, obviously every Sunday would be special with the candle lighting, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. in mass. But it's a tradition that I have implemented more in my house now because we never did an advent calendar and i think my mom's just too busy mm-hmm. <laughs> um so yeah it was only just at mass really that we had a sense of advent whereas it's something me and even my sister uh, we created as a tradition for our family so mm-hmm. we don't do uh, a material <laughs> advent mm-hmm. calendar if it mm-hmm. makes sense mm-hmm. and I, I had to try to explain to that that to my mother-in-law because I was like you don't need to buy chocolate advent <laughs> calendars but she still right. does and that's fine yeah. um, <laughs> but, you know it was already a big discussion for the Christmas presents so I'm okay with the advent calendar but no the way we do it and my sister's the same would be uh, an immaterial if that's the word mm, uh, mm-hmm. advent calendar so I prepare lots of little notes under a little like little cones that look like little Christmas trees of lots of different mm. colors. And it might be like a pyjama night or uh, we go see the Christmas lights or, I don't know, we read a new story or I'll get them like new Christmas pyjamas or oh, things so like that. So do you so do a different thing every single night? Yes. Yeah. It's just a different thing. Through Advent, day. you do a new yeah, thing every, every night. Oh, Claire Marie, that is a lot of work. <laughs> 
but sometimes it's not crazy you know it could be like i don't know a little christmas coloring one day it could be a mm. christmas story another day it could be candlelight dinner one day like that's the things that work well it could be popcorn night one night like and there are lots of ideas online and we've been doing it for quite a few years now and the boys love it and and it's it's nice um, oh that's lovely everybody does this <laughs> A new tradition every night. No, there's a big thing here, the whole elf on the shelf. It's it's a big thing, I can tell you, in the schools. And a lot of Irish people do this and like prep the elf on the shelf. But I don't have that tradition. It's not a thing in France, even though because of social media, etc. It's starting to, I've Mm. started to see a couple of French people do it and post about it. But it's definitely not in our tradition. It's not something we would have done. And I'm not a very goofy person. Well, (laughs) I agree. Yours is so sweet. Your ideas yeah, are so sweet. sensitive one. And it works well for our boys because as well, they don't like because we don't do Santa, they don't buy into fake stuff or pretend stuff. It's, it's just not how our family works us. Like and sometimes also we try, we try to include some giving things. So it could be like you give I don't know a little bit of money as a family to charity like we've done quite a few things so it's not just you know one way it's it's to prepare Christmas to prepare for the arrival of Christ so Mm -hmm. you know it's nice to give gifts it's nice to receive gifts and yeah one day it could be like you make handmade cards and you send them you know sometimes Mm -hmm. it's it's simple things that you would do anyway but the fact that it's written and they the boys are always like excited when it's their turn to lift the little the little oh. paper cone and to read the thing. And it's very cute because obviously my eldest is the only one who can read. <laughs> so like oh. even the last few years, you know, it would just be opening the paper was a big exciting thing, even though my eldest would still have to read all of them. It's um, so it's sweet. Very fun. And, yeah, That's it's a so sweet, sweet moment. I like it. It's very exciting for everybody. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing all this. No problem. I hope I didn't miss anything big. Um, yeah. Is there anything the, you wanted to share? The the one thing I I think really for me is associated with Christmas is it feels a little bit out of time, as in outside of time. Mm-hmm. Everything slows down, and that's one tradition that I. Uh, definitely created with my family now is that Christmas Day we don't go anywhere we don't mm-hmm. run anywhere we like it's we don't even see my family in law here we see them on the 26th because I really wanted especially being a foreigner in a country I didn't want to be just me mm-hmm. and all of his family <laughs> so it's a little bit selfish but uh, it's really our family time so on mm-hmm. Christmas Day it's just us we stay in our pajamas which we never do in normal days and we mm. open our presents I make a very nice breakfast and we don't rush we really take the time to slow down and I think for me that's maybe the the synthesis of mm-hmm. Christmas from our experiences it's the contrary of like running everywhere and having obligations and trying mm-hmm. to do a billion things which mm-hmm. I'm very guilty of doing mm-hmm. but yeah it's the opposite it's just us we mm-hmm. just take the day very slowly it's very special. Like I really think it's it's a very special moment to mm. gather as a family. That's and wonderful. That's uh, yeah. That's Christmas for us. Well, and you do a good job of preparing them for it. You make a wonderful. You make it a wonderful season for them. <laughs> Thank you for me too. Ah, <laughs> oh, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. The, the one tiny thing maybe that I'll add and yeah, you can totally leave it out. It's that one nice thing that I've made as the. Um, tradition in our family which i really like is that 
couple of so we kind of tend to do this at the start of december because then it doesn't get into the crazy rush but mm -hmm. i love to bake little baskets of goodies that we will give to friends teachers like mm -hmm. parishioners and this is very nice i've been doing it for the last few years and people are surprised because i don't expect anything in return like uh, mm -hmm. they don't pay or anything but people are always surprised by free gifts but it's the joy really? of giving right um, but like, yeah i don't expect anything in return and i don't usually get anything in return but it's just the joy of driving to homes and drop those little Aww. presents and so it is so that's Aww. a very nice thing we've been doing that's wonderful that's wonderful all right thank you claire marie i, I know let you go with your day okay bye claire marie <laughs> have a good night okay bye-bye Thank you, Claire Marie, and thank you all for joining in. Just a reminder that we are sharing Christmas traditions around the world from Palestine, South Africa, France, the Alicante region of Spain, and Norway in this episode. Also, you can find Claire Marie's chocolate chestnut cake recipe, along with lots of other fun Christmas desserts from around the world in that uh, blog post up on the website. The link is right there in the show notes. I hope you listen to a lot more. I hope you get to try one of those recipes and I hope you have a wonderful week, my friends.